Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. And Colin, welcome back to Benzinga Live. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. Okay, let's start with this. There was a you, there have been a lot of announcements in the last couple of weeks out of yeah, Playboy. Yeah, the team's been working slightly hard. Yes. Uh, let's start with this. Explain to us what is Playboy's overall metaverse strategy here. Yeah. Look, I, I, there's not too much I can share right now. What I can say is we have a very robust uh, pipeline and strategy moving forward. But, you know, we are transforming this company to be a Web 3.0 company uh, moving forward. You know, Web 3.0 really helps us given the censorship that we have faced uh, for pretty much the last 70 years from what I would say is mainstream. So when you think about, you know, our friend Mark Zuckerberg deciding what is and what isn't appropriate. Uh, Web 3.0 gives gives us a, a way around that, but you know it's going to be about membership uh, moving forward for us. Uh, we're really excited by uh, the potential for Playboy Mansion in the metaverse, and we've built and we'll be launching very shortly our centerfold platform, which is really our creator-led platform. You know, for the first time, we have a way to work with talent after they've actually closed for the magazine historically, and this is an ongoing relationship, and that talent will be. Uh, you know, able to interact with their fans in a profitable way for both them and us. But more importantly, um, that talent will also be part of the Playboy Club as we or the Playboy Mansion in the metaverse as we move forward. And so we'll, we're going to use blockchain, uh, NFTs and everything else as part of our global strategy. So you, you mentioned Centerfold. That's basically your your uh, how would you call it? Your your content creation platform, your your platform, your Web3 platform, right? Well, it, it, it's not our Web3 platform. It's our creator-led platform. Right? Okay. It, it's our way to stay engaged with the creators. So, you know, Cardi B, Lana Rhodes, Elsa Jean, and the others that we've already announced, and we have a whole host of others coming. It's our way to have ongoing engagement with them in a profitable way. We, we've built infrastructure with our NFTs and with our e-commerce that I think is truly uh, unique and a competitive advantage moving forward for talent. Uh, but that talent will have ongoing relationships with the company. And so just like last week in, at Art Basel in Miami, you know, Cardi B is not only the creative director, the founding creative director of Centerfold, but she also came to our party in Miami. And as we publicly announced, we'll have other ongoing product collaborations with Cardi uh, moving forward, you know, geared to, around consumer products and sexual wellness. So what what exactly is the the end game of Centerfold? Just basically a a, a new platform. Uh, seeing that you know can't exactly rely on magazines or anything like that. Just the, just the the platform of the future. The way that you're going to be able to monetize and allow others to monetize uh, content. Yeah, it, it's exactly that. I, I think it's you know sort of the 21st century version of the magazine at the end of the day, and it's a way for us to have ongoing relationships with talent. And then on top of that, you know, we we plan on reintroducing what I would say is membership, the Playboy Club, the the Playboy Mansion, and the Metaverse, however you want to describe it. But that that opportunity, that stage at the Playboy Club or the Playboy Mansion, will also give talent a discovery tool. Um, as well as a megaphone. And so think about having a pool party 
uh, in the metaverse um, as a discovery tool for talent on Centerfold. Yeah. Do you have any details as far as timeline, as far as when, when it will be launched or next steps? Uh, for Centerfold? Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll go back to what we said uh, previously, which is it's going to launch in December and, you know, it's uh, it's right around the corner. So we're very okay. excited by, by it. Um, team's done an unbelievable job on the UI UX. It looks great and just excited to get it out there. Um, you know, right. I, uh, the, the AWS outage the other day delayed us a day or two, but, you know, nothing big. So. All right, I've got a lot of questions on my own, but there's the chat's flying, so I, I want to give the chat some, some time here. So here's a good question from Jackie. Um, can you explain what exactly, like aside from subscriptions, what are all the revenue sources or potential revenue sources that can be generated from Centerfold? So obviously there's subscription revenue. There can be cameo features on Centerfold, so personalized messages, direct messaging, live video, uh, e-commerce, uh, NFTs. So we will have the ability for creators to actually mint their content. Won't be day one, but it's in development to actually mint their content as NFTs and put it on the blockchain. Um, and then more importantly than that, there's going to be opportunities for that talent to participate in this global iconic brand, you know, that drives over three billion dollars of consumer product sales today. Uh, and that will come to life both uh, in real life experiences like we just did in Miami with Art Basel. We had two of them. Uh, and that will also come to life in the metaverse uh, through the Playboy Mansion, the Playboy Club and the metaverse in the future. So it seems like a lot of the investing public as it pertains to Playboy is just honed in on Centerfold right now. Um, if we can look beyond that for a second after that launches, that's obviously a big, a big deal. What next? Yeah, so look, we got to stay really focused as a team, right? We, we've done an unbelievable job this year in the face of COVID. You know, we commented on this in our third quarter. You know, revenue grew 67%. We still lost a minimum of $5 million because of COVID. So e-commerce business and that transition to D2C is well on its way. Um, and I think, you know, you see with the product offerings that we've established on, on e-com, great. You know, Centerfold, we have to make successful. We're very committed to, you know, not only what we're going to launch with, but the technical roadmap we have moving forward for future product offerings. And then over time, it's, it's really the Playboy membership. So that sits above everything else. That, that becomes long-term our hero product. And that is, um, that is the ability for our consumer base to step inside the world of Playboy. And obviously, you know, with Centerfold, that gives us a huge marketing platform. And so I, the way I think about Centerfold, not only is a great business opportunity, but it's that top of the funnel, very much like what the magazine used to be back in its heyday. It's that top of the funnel to the rest of Playboy. Can, can you speak a little bit about, you know, t developing this, this platform, this tech-enabled platform? Uh, like, what are the challenges of that? Like, it's basically, you're talking about, you know, finding new types of talent. And I don't mean talent in terms of like, you know, Playboy talent. I mean like tech talent, right? You're, you're essentially building out a whole new uh, product in an emerging industry that's unfolding sort of as we speak right now. So what are the challenges of, of finding, that would seem to me to be, to me to be the biggest challenge for you is like finding people who can actually like understand and build this stuff. Yeah, look, I, um, we, I think we've done a great job attracting talent so far, and we have a lot more in the pipeline. You know, we did buy Dream, and one of the reasons we bought the Dream platform was for sort of the plumbing behind Centerfold, but also because Dream was also part of Jupiter, which was a network of developers 
And so, you know, we have 50 plus developers now working on this um, and the talent that we acquired with Dream. But look, there's a, there's a lot more coming uh, in the future. If you look at the talent that we've attracted as a company, one of the reasons I wanted to go public was to be able to attract a different level of talent. And I think we've done that. So you look at Lance Barden, who is my CFO, 13 years at the Match Group, led every acquisition they did uh, before that at IAC. You look at the team he's built underneath him. Our head of FP&A was the former C CFO of Nike Direct. Uh, we brought in uh, our chief accounting officer, had taken Snapchat public. Uh, we have Kevin Diamond, uh, and we have more coming in, in, in the near term. Okay. Uh, question from our chat here. Question from Austin. He wants me to ask you about your licensing partnerships and how those are progressing. And he's referring specifically to, to your CBD products. Yeah. So licensing overall uh, is progressing. I think we talked about this in the third quarter. I don't remember exactly the percentage growth was, but it was about 14%. And obviously it got hit by COVID as well, because gaming for us is a licensing partnership and we've lost a bunch of revenue this year around that. Uh, the pipeline is robust, uh, as we've said in, in our guidance towards that $600 million. You know, it's a, it's a growth rate that's in single digits. Obviously, we're growing much faster than that. Um, and, you know, the only thing I would say is obviously COVID has slowed down some of our plans. Uh, obviously, we can't travel. And part of what we need to do from a licensing perspective to change some of the existing deals or to evolve those deals has to do with actually visiting partners uh, directly. When that can happen in person, I don't really know. Um, you know, specifically, you know, I went to China, what, 10 times in 2019 and wow. haven't been back since. Yeah. Um, you know, I think my wife's happy about that. But um, at, at the end of the day, we need to get over there. And it's just not something you can do on Zoom with the language barriers. And so, uh, you know, obviously, India, we, we really believe in India long term. We think it, India for us can be as large as China, potentially. Um, but again, you know, given what happened to uh, the society in India, with COVID, you know, things do get pushed out and you have to do things that are sensitive and not just, you know, push forward. You have to adapt based on the existing climate. Yep. So there's a bunch of questions in the chat around the same idea, which is on the center for the platform. Who will be on there? Will it be just Playboy talent or will it be, is it open to everyone? Uh, so in the beginning, obviously it's, it's going to be a controlled environment as we get it up and running and want to make sure from a technical perspective, uh, everything is working, but we do plan on opening it wide over time. Um, obviously, I think that's in the best interest of the company from a total addressable audience, and it's in the best interest of our shareholders over time. Um, but yeah, we do have very strict content guidelines that we are going to adhere to, um, and those are content guidelines that have been developed in coordination with our talent to really create a safe place for them to be and also work for the brand overall. It would seem to me that like a lot, you talked about the top of the funnel. It would seem to me that like events, real world events would be the, the real top of your funnel, right? Because that, so, that's, that's what allows you to drum up excitement. You mentioned people like Cardi B can make appearances. Is, 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 that, is that accurate? Uh, no, I, I think, look, here, here's the problem with real world events, right? And I think we saw this with Travis Scott last year on Fortnite, okay? He hit 20, or 27 million people, I think, were tuned into his concert on Fortnite. Yeah. That's a hell of a lot of tour stops to make, right? I don't know any other tour that's ever hit 27 million people before, right? Unless you want to tour for five years. And so when I think about that overall, uh, I, think, I think what we have access to with Centerfold 
is this huge fan base. Remember, we're, we're in, in effect the cable company at the end of the day with Centerfold, right? The talent are individual channels within that cable offering, but our ability to then market other products and services to that offering is unbelievable. You know, I, I, I believe that Playboy is one of those unique brands, really one of the only unique brands that actually can couple those digital experiences with physical experiences. I mean, our Miami party for Friday night at, uh, at our Basel was crazy. I mean, it was literally hundreds and hundreds of people lined up to try to get into it um, around the corner. And so it's that heat that Playboy brings all the time in its events that uh, make it so successful. And so I think, you know, what, what Web 3.0 does and what the metaverse allows us to do long term is to actually intersect the two, right? So we can do a party in the metaverse, you know, coupled with in real life experiences and actually have the two interact with each other. When, how far out are you expecting, like, to see seri like real serious revenue and even earnings from all this? Well, look, I, I think that um, I, I would expect in 2022 that Centerfold will be a, a successful product for us and will start to generate, you know, significant revenue. You have to look at it, relatively speaking, that you're starting from a base to zero. Uh, but, you know, I, I believe based on the founding talent that we have, plus the interest from other creators, that Centerfold should be a su successful uh, product for us in 2022. You know, we did generate, what, eight and a half million dollars of upfront NFT revenue with our avatars. Uh, there's been over 2,000 ETH of secondary sales that have traded since then. We get 10% of that on a gross basis. Um, and so, you know, as we move into 2022, we have other plans for NFTs uh, moving forward. So when you look at that, you know, coupled with Centerfold, you know, long term, I believe that will be the dominant portion of the business. Uh, the guidance we've given to date of 600 million, which was an increase from 300 million when we went public, is only our consumer product business. It's only what was in-house when we gave that guidance two quarters ago or a quarter ago. And uh, the centerfold revenue, the membership revenue, the NFT revenue, as we said, was not part of that guidance moving forward. And what we did say in Q3 was we believe centerfold alone, not including the Playboy Club membership or other things, could surpass that of the consumer product guidance we've given. I, this is a question that I guess I tried to ask it, but Mitchell in the chat is asking it better than me. Can you speak more to the technical challenges of, of, of launching this platform and all of this? Sure. With any new technology, there's there's challenges. You know, what we did buy was a product that was up and running on Dream. Uh, we've made some changes to it. We've changed the UI UX completely, um, and we have a team that can execute on that. And that's what they've that's what they've been doing. Um, and we have a you know strong product roadmap coming forward over the next quarter to two quarters of new features that will be added to that. So. You know, we're thinking through the cameo features and other things like that that we think our talent can deliver in a very unique way. I'm just making sure I didn't miss any comments in the chat. Um, Barry's asking why that guidance wasn't included in your last report. I'm assuming that's what he's referring to. I'm sorry, what's that? Barry's asking why that guidance was not included in your last – I assume he's referring to your last report. So our last report we gave, we, we, we reiterated our $600 million of guidance. Again, we went public in February, right? We, we talked about 2025 revenue of being 300 million. We've now increased that to 600 million. You know, that is at what I would say is conservative growth rates compared to where we're growing today. But, you know, specifically on guidance to centerfold, it, it would be, you know, 
it, it would be it wouldn't be prudent to give guidance yet when you had to even launch the product moving forward. And I think you know for us, we we want to under promise and over deliver as a team. And so you know we, we'll update guidance as we have data to support that guidance moving forward. Okay. But otherwise, you know you're giving something that you don't you haven't actually launched to see the conversion. And I don't want to be in a situation where I over promise something to the shareholders and then under deliver. All right. Last one. One with this, a lot of people wondering about the, the utility of the NFTs out there buying uh, squad fathers asking, will, will your NFTs function as tickets to in real life events? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, so I think we've already proven that. So we've had two events uh, since we've launched the NFTs. One was an uh, NYC NFT party in New York City. Um, and then the second was in Miami at Art Basel Saturday night. Um, and we plan on doing more live events in the future, but we're also going to be you know, coupling that with, uh, with virtual events. And so we have a holiday party coming up for our Ravatar community in the metaverse. Damn, <laughs> holiday party in the metaverse. Well, make sure, Spencer, you need to buy a Ravatar and come to it. <laughs> All right, I, I do. All right, uh, Ben Cohn, the CEO of the Playboy Group, ticker you guys know it, PLBY, joining us here on Benzing Alive today. Ben, a pleasure to chat as always. Have a great weekend. Have a great holidays. And uh, we'll be watching. You said end of the year. We're watching. Uh, same to you. Have a great holiday and happy new year. And thanks for all having right. me. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.